passionate about? Are you looking for a professional studio to help bring your vision to life? Then look no further than Crux Media Group Studios. Located at 903 West Evans Street in Florence, South Carolina, Crux Media Group Studios is a full-service podcast studio that offers recording, editing, consultation, live streaming video recording, and more. We have state-of-the-art equipment and a team of experienced professionals who can help you create a podcast that is professional, polished, and engaging. Whether you're a first-time podcaster or a seasoned pro, Crux Media Group Studios can help you take your podcast to the next level. Contact us today at 843-407-1673 to learn more about our services and to schedule a consultation. Yeah, I know heartbreaks, setbacks, bitch if I crap out, I'm sure I'ma get back. I've been through the ups and downs, you know I get around, so to me, it's all a part of the game. Welcome back. Welcome back to EGI Presents Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Episode 302, Season 3. Uh, recap. And I'm here with your boy EB. Vaughn will be here soon. Uh, how's everything? Are you in the Christmas festive season, my brother? Jingle bells. Oh, yeah. Batman smells. Robin Lady Nag. I need somebody to tell me who this song is and who the performer is. The Batmobile lost its wheel. No, this song here, man. And the Joker got away. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, I fill myself with holiday drinks. Hey, man. <laughs> That's it. This is probably one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. I do not have a real favorite Christmas song. You don't? No. Oh, man. I mean, like, I fuck with... I, I, well, first of all, I hate Christmas music. What? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of Christmas music. N- nigga, what? I'm not. You know what I'm a fan of? Cool, crisp, fresh air and snow. Me too, me too. But the music, I can't get that down here. I don't. I don't. So the get music in the spirit puts me in the spirit. Via music. <laughs> Lots but, of mistletoe. Listen. Outside my door. I do. I do have two. Like my two favorite Christmas songs is, of course. Run DMC, you know, Christmas and whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and Hollis, Christmas and Hollis, right? And oh, uh, Christmas yeah, yeah, and Compton. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those are my two favorite Christmas uh, and Compton and Christmas and Hollis. Another one that's, that's, that's that, that moved up my board a little bit um, is this one here. Where we at? Oh, man, I can't find it. Where is it at? And, oh, you, and you know what else I like? If you play Silent Night before you do something deadly. <laughs> Yo, I like that shit. 
but it has to be like done on a piano. You ever see that movie? Uh, damn, what was the name of that movie? What is it? That's not it. Uh, what is this doggone thing at? Oh, well. I guess that's enough for Christmas music because I can't find the one I want. Well, there's a Quentin Tarantino movie. I forget. I think it's the Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. I think it's called. Either way, there's a part in there where uh, Samuel L. Jackson's about to kill somebody and the dude, Mexican Bob, that was his name, Mexican Bob, mm-hmm. was playing Silent Night on the piano just before uh, Sam Jackson killed somebody. I like that shit. <laughs> but I do, yo, I will say this though, I do have one winner that I will be mailing one of the Oh, you got a winner already? Vibes. We got a winner I already? I have one winner that I will be mailing the vibe out. You got one vibe Two. going out? How one, many, how many vibes out. are there? There are ten in total. Ten total, okay. But there are two, if two extra little something something. If you a couple, okay. that I'm throwing in there. So gotcha. if you got a, if you got a man or a girl or whatever, like you you a couple, I got you too. Okay, I mean that's I'm extra. So all together is twelve things. Twelve days of Christmas. Twelve, twelve different gifts. Boom. <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as long as we uh we getting it um just to, oh so we're going twelve days of Christmas twelve vibes of EB yeah <laughs> that's what we're going twelve vibes from EB twelve vibes from EB EB yeah that seems to make sense um but you know we here for um we are here for uh EGI. Um, and uh-uh. I can't. Uh, yeah, we present the. You know, we talk about all things power. We're gonna talk about we, this we, raising Canaan. Huh? I said we're gonna talk about this raising Canaan. That episode was kind of. Eh. It was mild. It was very. It, mild. I think like, it was it, more informational. But I just think that, like on this episode, I wanted more. It didn't give me. Somebody enough. died, so I was satisfied. But I, I would give it like a. It still didn't give me enough. I would give it like a five. I would give it episode wise. I'd give it a five. You, you being a lot more generous than me. Yeah, because I, 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 look, I was in for the information. Like, I did want to see more because coming off of what I gave it, episode one. To this was it was it was a downhill. You know what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. Like I thought that they, I, I thought even though the thing that boosted it to a five for me was the end of the episode, and we'll get to that. Um, but for the most part, like to me, um, and, and what we're talking about here is um, episode 302 entitled "Flip Mode." Um, and at the end of the episode, I think it bumped it from a four to a five or a three to a five for me. Was the ending of the episode. Um, and they had some little stuff, you know, in there. Um, that you, I, you, you know what I did like? Because you know how you always talk about, like, they point out something that will bring you back to 
to that era. And what I thought was on point was the Jordans that Kanan had on, the Hewings that um That's what I was gonna go with my then had on. That save that for then and now. Say that for okay. then and now. Things that's yeah. relevant then that's relevant now, send it for save it for then and now. Cause that's that's a that's a segment at the end. Like what did and you that, see? But but I love that fucking fox body fucking uh Mustang. Yo. <laughs> that's hey shit. listen that mustang that, now what i will say is that's probably one of the cars i did want coming up um was yeah. was that much was that mustang and the fact that he just was like nah i don't want it because like and let's get into that scene a little bit like rock had an opportunity to be genuine to be truthful yeah. with kanan and at a moment at a point in which i think kanan would have been very open for it and she chose mm -hmm. To lie to him like that that i thought was extremely like like he was like damn my mom's can't do the whip like i've been saying this shit from from season one when is she gonna be honest with him just just be honest with him like the nick like he know you in the game there's nothing to hide there like what are you hiding from him so and you know one of the things do you agree with the statement that I'm not telling you something to protect you? Are you a fan of that statement? Because I'm not. I can't really say that I am or I'm not. I know I've done it. And it and I will say this, it does not always work out. <laughs> you can't you you can't hide from the truth. And but, you can't you can't at some point in time in your life you can't protect you gotta stop trying to protect people from the truth. But that seems to be the running theme in in all of power. With Raquel. With Raquel. No, just all of power. I think but I, I, that might be true, but I think Raquel does it the most. Cause Ghost Ghost did it. Tommy did it in force. Tariq does it. And, and, and the scene yeah. we're talking about is this one right here. You're right. You're right. You, you're absolutely right. You're saying that cop killed her son. How it's partner. I think that's really what happened. As much as they fuck with us, police fuck with their own heads. And that bitch had you know the dates on it. Think about it. And now you think about it. She kind of, she alluded to the truth. So they killed his son. Nah. Like Scrap? You can't say you alluded to the yeah. truth, son. Like, Thanks, it's either you told the truth or you didn't. Right. But we're, you also got to remember, we, we nice. have the unique perspective of being on the outside looking in. Find myself. No, but he knew it was bullshit. Like he knew it was bullshit too. That's oh, why he yeah, got nah. out the car. That's why he gave that. That's why he gave up the car. 100%. That's why he got out the car because he knew it was bullshit. When she all she could have said, she should have just dealt him the truth. But that's that's what I'm because, saying. Because he, because there isn't it. Honestly, if you want to be real about that shit, there is no more lies between them. There really, there really is no more lies between them because the ultimate lie has already come to light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you 
there really is no more lies between them. We know who you are. We know we know we know how you get down. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you just gotta relax. My bad. That's you. another scene. Line. Basically, so that. yeah, stop lying. <laughs> but that's real just talk. Like, like just, just relax on the lies. Like that, it ain't hard. It ain't hard to not lie. You know what I'm saying? Not if you've been lying for a long ass time. And you gotta remember, Raquel been lying since she was like 16. You know what I mean? So you've been living a lie so long that you 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 want that lie to be true. You know what I'm saying? You want you want this nigga to be Defcon son. You you want you want Howard out of the picture. Like you want everything you want your way. And you know what I'm saying? And that's I think to me that's the biggest issue when you're greedy. When you when you not necessarily greedy for power or cash, but when you want you just want everything to be your way. You know what I'm saying? I think that's I think that's her fatal flaw is that she wants the game to be played her way. She wants her relationships with her family to be one way. She wants everything to be one way, and that's her way. Okay, so so let's stay there with Rock. <clears throat> her way, right? She's consistently throughout this thing saying that she's out, but she's getting pulled back in and he's many like Stefano pulls her back in and we'll get to Stefano in a second. Um, but unique, her current relationship with unique is kind of complex. Oh, it's a little messy, a little messy. <laughs> it's a little messy. He, he got Pernisha at the crib, but, but, but nah, but yo, real talk, like who really in this, in this line of work, who really fucking with their baby mama? Like, he is a parent. He lived with his baby mama. That's his girl. See, yeah, but she ain't no Tasha. But still, she know the game. She know he in the game, though. She know he in the game, but she ain't helping him with the game. Yeah, but still, he, like yo, she know though. Like it ain't like she hey, don't know. I don't. I don't believe. Like you know how they say opposites attract. Opposites do attract, but. It's just something about meeting a person that's where you from and can completely understand everything you're doing. But at the same time, I don't put shit past unique because that's a hustler motherfucker too. Yeah. So I mean, he want and we he saw that later that in the power yeah, too. We saw that later in the episode. Um, that he, you know, he kind of wants his power back. Hey, Vaughn, welcome to the show, Miss Lady V. What's happening, sweetheart? Hey, hey I'm here. Another day, another dollar. I hear you. I hear you, dollars. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, need a dollar. can I get a dollar? That's what I said. I need a dollar. <laughs> So, do you believe that genuine that that Rock genuinely wants? Out? I got a couple pennies around here. I can add up. I'll take them. <laughs> do you think Rock genuinely wants out? Uh, Vaughn, we're talking about Raquel's situation. Um, do you think she genuinely wants out, or do you think that she's being pulled back into the game? <clears throat> I think she see that she's losing her son. 
And I think things that she's done, she doesn't want him to go down that same path. So she's trying to get out now, but I think it's a little too late. I mean, you've, 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 the apple is already rotten. Like you can't, yo, you can't go back and undo shit. She is literally being pulled feet first back into the game. (laughs) I'm like, um, her brother, brother the younger brother. Lou. Lou? You like Lou? Lou? Yeah, Lou. Mm-hmm. You like Lou? What's the younger brother name? Lulu. Um, Lulu. 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 Yeah, Lou. Like Lou said, she ain't done. Yeah, Lou said she's not done. I don't think, honestly, my heart of heart is telling me that she's not, but at the same time, I feel like she, I don't know. It's hard. She's hard to gauge you know right now. It's it's real talk. You gotta look at it like this. When you ever see a boss, I don't think she's completely done. be no. out the game. Because there's only two ways. And then really one of them ain't that really ain't really ain't out the game. The only way to truly be out of the game is to be dead. Cause if you get locked up, you can still run your shit from the from from the pen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the only way to truly be out of the game is to be dead. All right. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm, but let's let, let's talk about her being drugged back in. Uh, her and Stefano. Stefano picks her up. Uh, she's uh, just finished getting some good loving from uh, Unique. Uh, he's handling his business. Uh, Yo, uh, before you keep going, I want to say this. That was some thug ass shit because that nigga Joey Badass had on sneakers. And she had on the house robe, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then that nigga was not have on no flip flops. <laughs> this 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 scene yeah, this scene happens. The fucking night you notice how shit is done. Hey fellas, give us a couple of minutes, huh? Hey, and take fucking ubiquitous here with you. Otherwise, oh, we gotta be laughing with that shit. Wait 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 wait. Hold on hold on. You know what? I actually do got a nickname for you. <laughs> yeah. Little Linguini. Little Linguini, <laughs> Little Linguini about to get cooked. <laughs> the fuck up. Comedian, that one. What the fuck you want? <laughs> hey, uh, that was that brought up a... Uh, that, oh, Jesus Christ. That brought up a little yeah. did you know moment. I'm a unique fan, like... <laughs> That brought up a little did you know moment. Who is a unique man like who is Stefano? Anybody knows who Stefano is? As a person? Yeah. Mm -mm. The actor. Yeah, the actor. Nah. It's my man Tony Danza from Who's the Boss? Y'all better that stop playing look with like fucking Tony Danza. Oh, Y'all better stop playing with Tony serious? Danza. For real, for real. Yo, for Yo, real, for real. Look- you tell. No, for real. To- for real. That's Tony Danza. No. Look at look up look up the credits. Look up the credits. Google the credits. What listen, your boy do his homework now. What? That's who's that's the boss now. Come on, that's now listen. He acted the fuck out this part. I don't care. I don't care what nobody say. That. He acted the fuck out this damn part. Yes. 
Because I, I was like, so I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, yo, I know this dude. Like, who, what did he act in? And I'm going, no shit. I'm going crazy, going crazy, going crazy. And then the, 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 the ending. I would have never thought that. The ending credits come up, and I see Tony Danza. I'm like, yo, who did he play? So I go back and I Google and he was playing Stefano. I was like, I knew, Yo, I knew, I knew who that was. I, I tell you like this: from Who's the Boss, this this nigga has grown into a full fledged Italian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he's yes. like. Yes. He, he grew. He grew yes. into his full blooded Italianness. Yeah. But anyway, let's fin- oh let's hey, let's finish off the scene. Let's finish off the scene. That's ill, Tony. Dan. It's almost three thousand degrees in there. You got us on balance. Press a button, and in the blink of an eye, you turn a human body into a pile of dust. This furnace made a lot of my problems disappear. Poof. I need you to get yeah. one of our friends. I need one of them. No, his his shit with you is he's just the latest of Sal's many fucking missteps. Cocksucker's been a problem for years. It's just the politics of this thing yeah. of ours. This amazing. Prevents us from doing what needs to be done. You know, we have a cold. Now shall not whack a boss is the first fucking commandment. So you want me to kill Sal because you and your goombas, you too shook to handle your own business? You want him dead, right. too. We're on the same team here. Thing is, I ain't shooting my way out of problems no more, Stefano. I'm going to sit down with Sal, we're going to have a conversation, and then we're going to work it out. I'm through with the other bullshit. I'm going to tell you like I told my own people. I'm out the game. I disagree. You don't do this for us. Me and the rest of the five families are gonna have to line up next to Sally and bury you and your whole. I'm gonna tell you what's crazy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. Uh, <clears throat> if you haven't had an opportunity to, um, I'm watching um, Godfather of Harlem, and he he made mention of the five families. And Godfather of Harlem, Harlem they said the five families. So I looked it up once again. Bet you didn't know. Uh, in New York, it's always it's never been more than five families in the mob. It's only been they run shit. Five families that run New York. Um, it, so, <clears throat> um, that, that like I said, that part there was just uh, crazy. Tony Danza played the fuck out that part. One of that too. We're on the same team. Tony Danza played the fuck out that part. Um, I thought this yo, was an important I, scene. Yo, he he has aged different. I'm not gonna say like it's not a bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, how some yeah, people yeah. just age badly. Like he aged different. Like he, like to me, he's completely unrecognizable. As <laughs> so, so Vaughn, do you think that Rock navigated this situation and the? Do you think that she dealt with this request in the best way that she possibly could? I think she dealt dealt with it. In the only way she could. You think so? Well, I think I so. Think so. <clears throat> um, Yo, he gave her no choice. Why? I mean, pretty much. It's either you do what I ask or this is what's going to happen. The only good thing that comes of it is that she doesn't own them. 
Well, shit. Get your shit shot up. You ain't got that fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let's and let's go to how she's she dealt with it. Herself, like I don't know if she's losing herself or did she finally find herself? No, I don't think she's found herself at all either. I think that she's. You think um, she's in flux? I think she's in a crossroad. She just <clears throat> has not. Yo, you, you, you. All right. So her character never had to embrace change mm. she just she, she was who she was because of who she fucked with and how she got down she stepped into the role she did what she needed to do now she's actually starting to want something different so she needs to either step into that person that wants something different mm-hmm. or that person that wants the game and that is always that unique power struggle. Okay. I, I get that. I Every get that. character. Well, I, I think another another uh character here who's who I wouldn't say they're in a struggle, but <clears throat> we've literally seen this character's transformation. Um Marvin's growth from episode one of this series <laughs> to this episode, like Marvin was like, "Hey, can I move the bricks the way I want?" Like uh, he found out that he got it. He found out that he's got a, a, a way to move product <clears throat> in a different arena where he might not get caught by moving it through the club. And the ups. And oh, but the, he had that before when he, when he was fucking with the white girl. Yeah, That's but, how they got mixed up with the fucking Italians. Yeah, but I think these, these these white dudes give him gave him a different end. Give the, gives him a different end because even though she was she was more white trash, I think she was dealing with more. Uh, partying whites. These. This is more business. Like this looks like Wall Street. He's about. Oh to yeah, get yeah, into. yeah. Definitely about to get some of that Wall Street money. He about to get that Wall Street money. So, um, it's like, and then the fact that Rock, you know, she called on Lulu, but was more comfortable talking to Marvin, and and and, and putting it in Marvin's hands to do. And normally Rock would would be like, I got to think for you too, nigga. Like on this, she was like, Hey man, just get it done. And he came up with the plan. And it was a well executed plan. Like we got there's a man. Yeah, I like I like how he adapted to <laughs> like, not like, being able to hit from the angle he wanted to hit from. Yeah, and but there was a mailbox like, right there. Fucker, we gotta You know, but the escape what? route, my thought was the escape route, the way he's planned it to be able to escape through the church. Cause remember when he got out the truck, he was like, Yeah, go ahead and wait around out back. Cause he knew he was gonna have to run through the church to the back to get it. Like I thought that that was so um, insightful on his part. I thought it was well. I thought he was he 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 planned it extremely well. Um, my question though is, can he maintain this? You know, what challenges like Eve? Like what challenge can you see him uh, facing maintaining this newfound? Like his calm and like the the uh, 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 the methodical way that he's approaching these situations now. I think he actually, I, you know what? I think he has a new drive when it comes to that because losing old girl the way he did, and then turn around and he lose uh, Kenya. You know what I'm saying? Even though, even though he was like, "Yo, you know, she had her fucked up ways," he still had love. For you know the the woman that gave him his kid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Because without that, he wouldn't even have jukebox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So so 
I think that of all of the characters who have faced a change, he stepped into his shit the best. And he's going to continue <laughs> to succeed because you know what? Calm. You, if, you, if you notice, when it comes to this game, being calm, being able to think and calculate and being ruthless all pay off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Marvin is because Marvin been a hitter. But he always been, you know, he, he was more choked around. Not, not think, but and I think he was more he of a. He would get angry. He was more of a soldier, and right. less of a That's less and, and less of a and less of a like lieutenant or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's stepping more into like someone that could really be a boss. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think I think he's he's embracing and stepping into this newfound. Um, role uh within the family that shoot if rock's gonna step out i'm gonna step up um um but speaking of stepping up this this guy right here i i, I must say i like the way unique moves uh because he has this conversation with stefano <laughs> if it isn't unusual himself huh to what <laughs> do we owe this this pleasure mr linguini how you living See you motherfuckers take that sleeping with the fish and shit seriously, huh? Like these joints right here. What's these? Those are mandolin fish. Very rare. Very pricey. You know, they, they only mate at sunset. Females all grouped together on a reef do this fucking crazy dance. Inspires the males to court them. Of course, the, the females favor the biggest and strongest males. So just like in real life? <laughs> yeah. Guy like me wouldn't stand a chance on that fucking reef. You do I, Linguini. You got that sauce about you. You know, the females will smell that from a mile away. And, you know, I am a, a hell of a conversationalist, and that goes a long way on land and sea. And not for nothing, but uh, after the tone and tenor of our first meeting, I'm just a little surprised to see you coming through my door. What can I say, man? Business is business. Do you think, before I continue with the conversation, do you think that this particular scene here, like how Unique came in after how he they met, do you think that Stefano kind of had some respect for Unique in the way that he came in and was like, hey, man, that's just business? 100%. Hundred percent because it's yes. bosses, bosses yes. boss up. Like I didn't take that personal. Yes, he's just showing them I didn't take that shit personal. I literally charge that to the game, and I see that I have an opportunity with you. So if I'm, I'm gonna take every opportunity I need to get because, like, like we we already know, do want to be number one. Unique has been wanting to be number one since he was beefing with Rock before in episode in like in uh in episode one of season, season one. one. Yeah, season one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna take every opportunity I can get. And if 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 I need to move a certain way, I'm gonna move a certain way. And it but it also brings me to some other shit before you even continue with it. My little speculation, you know, I like throw my shit in. I feel like 
Unique going to be the one to really teach Kane in the game. Mm. I feel like that. Because it, it was that conversation that he had with Raquel in the beginning. Yeah. Right. And then and then Kanan moving into the field that he want to move into. The two of them could work together. And Unique going to teach Kanan the, the full force. Because Unique ain't forgot about what Rock did. Mm. All that is in the back of his mind. And but, he is Unique is playing the position to get to where he needs to get to. And I'm telling you, he is going to use Kanan against Rock. It ain't going to be good. It's not going to be good. Who would it? I don't know. I, I I think no. I think you. I think I'm unique telling is, you, unique is my dude right now. I think unique is genuinely like in like with with rock. I think he. I don't think he has any ulterior like motive. You said in like, huh? <laughs> I think he's. Genu- like. I think he's genuinely in like with rock. Like I think this is something he's wanted. He's always flirted with her, um, and I just believe that in the, in this in this moment where we are. Currently, um, I don't trust it. I'm not saying I trust it. I'm not, by no means am I saying I trust it. I'm just saying where we are in this current landscape, I, I think that unique is more genuine that than we think he is. Than 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 I would think he is in this because trauma brings people together, and he didn't have to. <clears throat> he could have taken over if he'd have let them boys kill Rock. There wasn't, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it would have been, no, think about it. It's no scratch off his back if it happens, right? There's, there's no, he doesn't lose anything, right? Doesn't gain anything, doesn't lose anything, right? So if that's the case, but he wanted to do that. Because, yeah, because, he got, because, because he's infatuated. Yeah, because he's got feelings for her. So I don't think, I think he's seen, I think. You what, think he has Genuine oh, I think he has genuine feelings. He may not be in love with her. Yeah, like I said, he's. But, I think he's really in like with her. Like right now, he's in like. Yeah, but, but I think in the future he's in love. See, because I think because, I think that if if Rock never yeah. told, I think that if Rock never told him she was out, he's probably talking to Rock about a way to get with Stefano together and them working together to deal yeah. with Stefano. I don't think he's mm. trying to go and finesse the situation, yeah. but Rock is saying Rock is being animate about the she's out. And remember, you know, and remember, and, well, oh, and a matter of fact, okay, yeah, matter- I'm on a different end of the spectrum from y'all. I'm on the I, I I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from, from y'all. So wait, we'll hold on, see how this season play out. Yeah, there's a part. Wait, hold on, because I'm gonna get to you, uh, this. This part right here is is important because Unique says something extremely, extremely profound. I know you and your people's got your hands on that Heron faucet and I was wondering, maybe I could tap in with you and we can make some moves together. Rock, know you're here? Rock's done. She's out. This part of the game don't concern her no more. I mean, at least that's what she told me. Yeah, that's what she told me too. Sounded like bullshit to me. You believe her? Whether I believe her or you believe her, I think the question is more so whether she believes herself. Valid point. Does does the person saying what they're saying do they believe it? And and, I, and in this I moment, I think Rock believes that she's out. She thinks she's out because 
Like I, this is what this is kind of what I was alluding to before, is she's never been touched. She might have been fucked with. She might have had some shootouts. She might have been dealing with some police. That you know what I'm saying? Like it's all a part of the game to her. But niggas never really came through her front door. You know what I'm saying? Like she never took a, a real L. There was always a way out. This is like the first L she's all has taken, and it actually hits the heart. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you got to throw on top of that. She's trying to get her son back, so she's trying to clean up her act instead of being honest. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, Kane is gonna keep pressing her. No, Kane is gonna, cause she's gonna keep trying to get him back. So Kane is gonna keep pressing her for the truth, and by the time he gets the real truth from her, she's gonna be two feet in the fucking pool. Okay. Again, like they all do. Because I don't give a already fuck. start. Oh, I don't know how far we got, but yo, oh, Lou, Lou is hurting. Lou is hurting. Lou is spiraling right now, and I don't yeah, know. He <clears throat> He just hurt. He's spiraling His and he's, hurt. he's dragging Canaan into that spiral. Yeah. Oh, no. Wholeheartedly. 100% um, agree. Um, by the time he's done, by the time he's done with Canaan, uh, Canaan is going to see his mama so different. Like, he already see her differently, but no, he's going to see I'm gonna her tell right now. Rock in a whole different light. Lou about to be collateral damage. I think I think the, I think the death Lou, of Lou, Lou I think the death of Lou brings Brock back in the game. Okay. Um I was trying to I was trying to find a good I was trying to find a way to um segue no segue. But no segue, sir. You you should say Yoshi, king of segways. (laughs) I was trying to to segue. I was trying to find a way to segue there, but I couldn't. But um Ronnie, like what did we learn about Ronnie this episode? Hold up. Which one is Ronnie? Ronnie Ronnie Unique's brother. Incognito. Hey, you saw when when, uh when Pernicia when Pernicia told Unique Ronnie is strange. First of all, this nigga got OCD. He got some type of PTSD, OCD. Uh, he might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he about to be gay. Yo, that fucking bouncer. Nigga, that bouncer about to get fucked up. Man, listen. When, when People Pernice, fuck that bouncer all the way the fuck up. When Pernice told you when Pernice told you he talk, he talks with authoritativeness. Like, well, he ran, my, I mean, he, he ran shit before before he went in. He ran shit before he got locked and up. And unique, it's, it, like we talked about, it, it's the diamond and Gennard effect. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I went in, things were run a certain way, and now I get out, and things are totally different. Um, Yo, I'm gonna tell you like this. If you want to compare the two uh characters, yo, Ronnie's way more scarier. <laughs> the oh, diamond. The diamond. <laughs> the diamond. Oh, listen. I'm, I'm taking Ronnie over diamond. 
I'm taking, you know, I'm taking Ronnie over any of them BMF niggas. Remember we did BMF. I'm taking Ronnie over any of them BMF niggas. Yo, she was like, she was like, he was sitting on the couch with the with the lights off. She said he was staring, sitting on the couch with the lights off, staring at the TV. He's like, so what? He's probably, he probably likes to watch the news or something like that. She was like, no, no, no. He said he liked to watch off. soaps at night. Yeah, he liked to watch soaps he liked at night. Watching soap operas yeah. at night. She was like, no, the TV was off. Like that nigga was staring at the, the off the TV that's off. Like, yo, prison, prison changed this nigga for the worst. <laughs> I don't know. He was not rehabilitated. This nigga came out a different She's nigga. Scared. Like this nigga just she have every right to she be scared. She got every this right to be scared. Is, like this nigga is a hundred percent what they call seven thirty. <laughs> In New York, it's called seven thirty. That nigga is seven thirty. Listen, if I, if, <laughs> I, if I'm Pernisha, I'm, me and the kid is leaving. Is strange. We out. Me. Listen, <laughs> if, I hope. I hope she catch. This nigga unique cheating with Raquel, and she have an excuse yeah, to leave because she needs an exit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, I'm. Oh, ooh, I got you, yeah, bro. He's, Thank he's you. a weird one. I was struggling, and I was struggling with this until this moment. Literally until this fucking moment. Episode eight: Unique <laughs> girlfriend dies. Bernice kills her. That's the Happens. innocent that dies? Okay. That's the only innocent in the game right now. Uh, it's a couple. It's a couple. Um, I don't think the brother going to kill Name him. one. Name one. Mm. I, I, I think uh, Rock might kill her. Nah. Nah, I don't think no, she's going to put herself no in the man. position for Rock to kill her. No, no. Um, nope. Ronnie going to kill that ass. Well, speaking of killing, uh, we, we come across... Um, Okay. We come across a funeral uh, for a one Burke, and uh, oddly enough, or ironically enough, Howard gives the eulogy, and a damn good eulogy, if I do say so myself. That was a that was an omission of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he stated the obvious. Yeah, hey, he stated, she hated me. Like, I mean, she did. You know. No, but you if you think about it, different because it wouldn't have been. It, no, everything he said was true. Everything I do believe everything he said was true, because when he first got introduced to her being being his partner, she literally was investigating him nonstop. Mm-hmm. What's he hiding? Because all he literally was hiding was his leukemia. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But then she started seeing the connections with Kanan and and stepping into other shit and whatever, yeah, she whatever. Was, she was always in that nigga so drawers, like she, she to get out. Always of forty, all up in his so toilet bowl and didn't know shit. But but this is it. He had to become a better cop to hide the shit he was doing, to hide the fact that his own son shot him. To keep his own son out of jail, so she, he, yo, he literally told the truth. Man, no, I get, I get it. That makes, I mean, it, it does make a whole bunch of sense. I mean, I, um, I, it does make a lot of sense. But I'm gonna come back. Yeah, I think, I think that shit was perfect. Okay, we got, we got a, we got a couple things. I got a new seg- a segment to introduce. Um, file this away for later. Right. Yoshi, aka new segment. Yep. Uh, file this away for later. <laughs> 
No, because you 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 gonna like this one. You gonna like this one. All right. Um. So let's get it. Let's get into rapid fire. All right, the Baselli baptism scene. Um, didn't it give you kind of a Godfather esque feel? I haven't watched The Godfather enough times to remember. I'm just saying the feel of it. The you know walk you know they have the baptism and they're walking nope. out. It's all slow and it's on the, the steps of the church. Of it, it, Listen, I, yeah, I could tell you this. What it it. If I didn't know that Rock had to kill him, I would have felt like he was going to die that day anyway, because of the way that the way, the, the way his actions was moving, the, the way, way he was the, moving, the way the FBI showed up to the crib, and was like they got the way he was sitting in front of the stained glass window. He he really expressed to his wife how much, and, he and loved the way her. his wife is like, "You gotta like, be here, you." Yeah, you gotta like go. He, like you gotta he go. literally told his wife goodbye before he died. Yeah, well, he did. You know what I'm saying? He did. So, it, I really he knew. I, like the way that played out was too perfect. Yeah, and this um, is why they got that five from me. <laughs> like, because uh, the information was there. Yeah, you could see it coming. I mean, they well, we knew we knew he had to die. We knew he I, like. Even from the time that he was given all that that Rock was given ultimatum, even though you didn't know how, you knew he was going to die by the end of this episode. Yo, I knew. I, was, I knew. Thing gonna I, was saying I knew Sal was going to die by the end of this episode. When the only thing I was saying to myself watching that shit was like, "Please, why the fuck is he walking out with the baby? Like, give the baby to the mama." Please, but also, <laughs> like you know what other you know what other hint I maybe had? he thought if he had the baby, it would save him. You no, know what? he didn't know he was gonna die. You know what other hint he I had? He knew he was he knew he was gonna die, but he didn't know he was gonna die then. I'm gonna tell you what. Another hint that he was gonna die was in episode one. Oh yeah. The hint when, in, when, the, the hint in episode when they one were getting at each other. Yeah, but the hint in episode one is with the emergence of Stefano's role. You kind of only you did, uh, 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 power could only use one Italian at a time, so <laughs> with, with St- St- Stefano got more lines. That means Sal got to Sal got to go because Stefano got too many lines. Um, uh, the, <laughs> and then uh, uh, you got uh, another heartwarming part was um, uh, Nicole's father showing that care for jukebox. Um, I thought that was kind of a heartwarming moment. Um, I think. I don't think that was a heartwarming moment. I well, you know what? I do I think it's a heartwarming moment because you're talking about like, you're talking about people who like only. I feel like the only thing it did was show that he that that man doesn't have any closure yet. Well, no, I don't think it's that he didn't like have any closure. Hanging, like he's hanging on to Juke. No, I don't think that's the case because although he's always taken to Juke. You know he's had to deal. He's had to grapple with that, and for this opportunity, because he it's an opportunity that came into his lap that had him bring it to Juke. You you know what I say this through a friend as of being, his. It's a connection. I tell you, as being a person or a parent who has lost a child, I can honestly say that all I want for my kids is really to be for them to be happy and properly loved. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? And I think that he sees that in Drew. Okay. Or shall I say Laverne? Because he won't. She he, won't, he yeah. will never see jukebox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will only see Laverne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he wants to hold on to the love that he had for his daughter through jukebox. Mm. And that's what he's doing. Okay. Um, jukebox's decision to give up music, it does seem logical. Um, she that is bullshit. No, it does. Uh-uh. Cause, and I liken her to... I liken her to um, the main character in uh, Maya Angelou's um, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Um, in that book, uh, in that novel, um, she stops talking after a man that raped her. She opened up her mouth. Well, I wouldn't say she opened her mouth, but she told who raped her. And uh, her uncles go out and actually kill him when he gets off. Um, he gets off real light on his sentence. And she feels as though her mouth, like her speaking, opened up. Um, was her speaking was kind of um, associated with death. And if you look here, every time that Jukes kind of embraced song and en- embraced her talent, somebody's died. She embraced her talent and went out with the, um, with with, with uh, Nicole, and they did the video. And you know, Nicole was so vested in in, in getting Juke to sing. And what happened to Nicole? Nicole dies. Um, then she's now, her mom um, uh, uh, gets her vested into singing again. Um, she She's now like, she's put herself back together with this singing situation and her mom dies. So I do think it's logical in that all of that music or the singing is associated with pain for her. Like it's not associated. It's, it's not. But, so who wants to feel that pain all the time? But every character needs a duality, and I'm not saying this I'm, is hers. I'm not saying that. Like, because because if because if she's not going to sing anymore, shut the fuck up, Jeff. That's this is called good podcasting, my nigga. Shut the fuck up. All right. Hey, yo, I'm I'm happy Jeff tapped in because I do have a a slight little announcement. I did confirm it. I just talked to uh, Terika mm-hmm. and uh, the big hit Envy's booty butter it's and massage the, oil is on the way. Will be on the way. Okay, it is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. Uh, but yeah, not yes. I did confirm. Uh, Jeff, I will send you a sample. It's called making text. It's text to text, my brother. Text to text. Um, but when, when, when? Yeah, that so, is writing. So you can tell the non-English teacher that he can't talk about this. Yeah, yes, biology teacher. He teaches. He teaches science. science. Yeah. So right. science. because yeah. you have to write the script <laughs> and the book is. Well, that's a formula so to everything. Yeah. So together. so I could see how I could see how it's logical for her not to want to sing. Because it's associated with pain. Who wants to do anything that brings them pain? That's a fact. That I, I can agree. And all she witnessed was pain. Yeah. Every time she tried to but, move forward, but, and then, oh, we e- we even forget but, about that. We even forget about the fact that her uncle stole her song. Like we did. That's, but, all right, so but why did she come back and later in the episode? Well, because he questioned her. Remember, Who remember. Who else do she have? Remember, Lou she kind still of still gets with Lou. No, because he apologized to her. Lou, apo- right, like his she apology came over there with the records, 
ready to record. No, 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 no. I think yeah, she, she, she she went over there with the records. Yes, but remember she was like she's prepared. She she's was prepared, prepared, but she was telling yeah, Lou. Was, she, but she was, was telling Lou that was, she didn't want to do it though. But she was telling Lou she didn't want to do it, and she went to Lou because Lou's in music. Um, and I think that Marvin's her father, and you always have a different relationship with an uncle or an aunt. You just do. Um, growing up, I had a different relationship with my auntie Conchita than I had with my my mom or my dad. Or even my grandma. I had a different relationship with my grandmother. So if it was somebody... Yeah, I think to, I heard that name a lot. <laughs> what? Auntie Conchita? Auntie Conchita. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Tia, as, as uh, everybody who knows me, that's my Tia. Uh, lives, uh, that's, that's, that's my dog. But, um, you know, she, she confides in Lou. And, and that's been ever since season one, episode one. She confides in Lou even before the music. So when she goes to Lou and Lou raises the question, he's like, well... Why not do it? Why are you not doing it? Well, your mom's death doesn't have anything to do with you. Oh, girl, oh, deed. And he gave her because his apology was necessary and Juke appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? And so that was just um, everybody. I think everyone <coughs> wants to be thoughtful. And that apology and the the explanation or the conversation that they had brings Lou back onto her side. His distancing from Raquel mm -hmm. brings them together, and it and it and I think it brings it it, it, it inspires also, his passion as it, well as hers. Yeah, but it also brings Kane into the fold too. As well, because I think it continues to boister. Because I think Kanan is going to, he's going to attach himself to anybody who is not fucking with Rock. If you're not fucking with Rock, you can fuck with Kanan. We need a way to get rid of fame. We oh. need fame to get. Yeah, fame. <laughs> we need a way to get rid of famous. Uh, fame Jeff, is a non-factor. Uh, Jeff Jeff asked a good question. Pushing pushing him into the music is a way for Kanan to get himself. <laughs> into the mix more so. uh, Jeff asks a good question so is the pain she's feeling now the beginning of the path that leads to her becoming the jukebox from the flagship show no I, I think that, I think that this is the beginning because she does want to go into the army she does think about the police force in this episode um, she she's does, running from her pain yeah so but I do think that there's something else coming down the line I think she's oh, looking for an out she has to completely get away from singing because if you notice jukebox in the flagship show did not sing yeah she, she, did, she did in one scene and she I'll, hummed in one scene yeah no 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 she hummed <clears throat> yeah i said she hummed in one scene yeah she could have sung they could have made her sing you know what i'm saying yeah so there's something that else you, that happens. That there's, there's something else that's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's something else later on that's going to happen that pushes her to be the jukebox that we end up uh, learning about. Um, listen, wasn't nothing funnier in this episode? And it's and and we're I'm also going I'm gonna go ahead and add it. It's my favorite scene when damn Stefano is coming up with all these damn names for unique. <laughs> and, and, and my favorite one was ubiquitous. 
Yo. Yo, he was fucking killing it. Like, he was killing it. Yo, we're going to have to post that clip on. Um, writers, writers did good with yo, that, listen, that part. That part. <laughs> he. Let me see. Yo, let me see I, 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 wish I, I can tell you right now, I probably will not be able to post that because it's too hard to screenshot stars. Oh, no, you can't screenshot stars. You got to. It's a lot of work yeah, I can't to get it done. Post that shit. <laughs> it's too much. It's work. a lot of work to get it done. Can't you screen record? You can't even no, screen record. No, no, you can't screen nah, record. Nah, it'll black it out. Hold <laughs> on, let me see if I can get it here. Nigga, nigga just got to watch the episode and enjoy that part. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, you ever notice the movies? <laughs> uh, hey, I don't suppose your mother came up with that. Come on. I'm priceless. What is this stuff? <laughs> that was it. That was, <laughs> that was the, the beginning of the guy? end for me. He ain't got shit to do with this. I mean, Nick, who the fuck are you? Me? I'm priceless. I'm priceless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit him down. Sit him down. Done. <laughs> Done from that point. <laughs> I'm priceless. Uh, hey, I don't suppose your mother came up with that one, huh? <laughs> unique. I'm a unique. I'm a, uh, hey, guys, you ever notice... The Moolies. <laughs> the fucking Moolies. They got all the best nicknames, huh? <laughs> so us fucking Italians, we get the garbage. We get bullshit like the chin, Scarface, fucking Joe Bananas. Nose. You know, they call me the big fish. <laughs> but you people, man, under me, huh? You got the fucking best ones, unique, fat cat. The king of pop. <laughs> hey, well, hey, yo, 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 what do you say? You got a good nickname for me? This nigga want me to be his fucking daddy and give him a name? <laughs> Sally, I, I like the way he. I, I like the way he looked at his man. His what man knew exactly you, what to do. You two, uh, to an item. Coming through my kitchen door like that in the middle of the fucking night, you notice how shit is done. Hey, fellas, give us a couple of minutes, huh? Hey, and take fucking ubiquitous here with you. <laughs> Cut <her> loose. <laughs> fucking ubiquitous. Take him. ubiquitous over here. Um, <laughs> um, uh, real quick, uh, Rock, two more things. Rock needs to broaden her perspective beyond trying to buy Kanan's affection. Um, there's a disconnect understanding between them uh, with her acting as a as a protective adult like she's she has lost and she's lost in the sauce and I <clears throat> she's got to figure out um, that you just don't you just can't lie to them like you just gotta give your kids the unadulterated truth this is what it is you can still lie to them just tell them the truth now <laughs> get that shit out the way um, lie about some other shit that he don't know about <clears throat> Uh, Marvin's uh, side hustle holds potential, especially if he can enlist Demo's collaboration. Um, they make a formidable team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Marvin and Demo, man, that's the new. That's that's the new moves. Who's Marvin D- and Demo. Who the fuck is Demo? That's the dude that was driving the truck. Y'all need to pay attention to the characters. Oh, you, uh, yeah, he's not relevant. <laughs> like, pay attention to the characters' names. Like, we podcast. That's the wheelchair dude. Yeah, not, yeah, I pay attention. Nah, his uh, name is Dude in the oh, wheelchair. Dima, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what was your favorite scene? We get into your favorite uh, favorite scenes. What's your favorite scene, uh, <clears throat> Vaughn? My favorite scene. Favorite scene. 
Yeah, from this episode. What was your favorite um, scene? Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, my favorite. I, uh, I need y'all to look at the notes that I send you. Well, hold on, hold on. You don't tell us my, that you sent no. No, no, I didn't. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes is when, when no, when Kanan pulled the car over. It was like it's nice, yeah. But I can get my own. Like that whole scene <laughs> leading up to that. That's probably my favorite because he's letting her know you ain't gonna run me with your gifts and your your lies and. Yep. I think to me that's my my favorite. Yep, I I I'm definitely um ag- agree there. Um, Evie, what's your favorite scene? Shit, anything with fucking Stefano and fucking unique. Because, <laughs> but it's not it's not so much the humor because I do enjoy comedy, but it was. The realness of the conversations that they're actually having, and, and, and to me, it was the chemistry between the two actors. Yeah, there was a good vibe there. But you know, if you think about it, both the asses is from New York. Because I believe, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Tony Danza, Tony Danza is, from is from New York. Tony Danza and, is from Brooklyn, and so is Joey Badass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, all right, um, it's, it's, it's always a good vibe when you get good, good act- actors in a, the same space. Good and I would like to. Just publicly say, Courtney Kemp, please take a note from the hiring of your actors in this show to the hiring of the well, actors well, you, do you know had that, that, But you do know that she's not the creator of this one. Uh-huh. She should be. Look at the credits. She's not the but creator even, of this of this of this power so, book. <clears throat> of this particular book, she's not the she's not the writer or creator. She's not on the credits for this one. But check this out. Raising Canaan. Tariq, that's book two, and the flagship show, all based in New York, all great actors. Mm-hmm. I know there's some great actors that come out of Chicago. They just can't book. We they, should not be having the Tubi niggas. Yeah, they they all on, all the all the good actors you know are on the shy. Um, all right. Uh, so new segment I'm putting in here, and I want you guys to think about it as we go along. It's called. Oh, you didn't tell us your you didn't tell us your favorite. Oh yeah, no, my favorite scene. I played it. Or That's, I mean, um, no, my favorite yeah, scene. Was, anything that's no, no. Yeah, the, my my favorite scene was the one the one where they was ubiquitous. calling him calling him ubiquitous. Hey, my name is Priceless. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, fathers away for later. Basically, it's a part of the episode that plays a role in the future flagship power so in this episode my father there was two fathers away moments for me fathers away for later one what did Kanan learn how to do that he passes down to um to tommy and ghost the courier system yeah i was about mm. to say that the courier because system. they was they was running that yep. and that actually played into fucking uh to read shit too. Yeah, the the courier system. Mm-hmm. The couriers. Yep. I was I was wondering when they were gonna get into this laundry mat shit. Like, where does he get that idea? Yeah. So, and you're seeing how everything it's is kind of coming from Canaan. Um, and then my next one is, um, what is the name of uh, Burke's uh, female friend? Medina or some shit like that? Exactly. The girl. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
So I'm I'm trying I'm trying to wait for them to what link her to uh, Medina of uh, the flagship power. Uh, so that's my two file that's away for later moments. Mm-hmm. All right, then and now, EB, EB referenced the then and now moment. Sneaker game was on point Sneaker in this episode. Was on point in this episode. Had the Patty Ewings out there. Some yeah, Jordans yeah, was the, out the there. The Patrick Ewings, the Jordans. Yeah, it was it was right for the times. Um, some, some of the leather coats. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, unique. Definitely, definitely that Fox body. Oh, that, that ninety, that ninety one. Uh, Fox buddy uh, Mustang, Mustang on the Dayton's. Oh yeah, on, on them gold, them the gold Dayton's. <laughs> yeah. So remember when Unique's brother said um, left, left, um, left wrist. Remember he had the blood. Where that came from? The blood on that his. That was the blood that because he uh, helped Raquel. To Raquel the to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's yeah, from episode one. Okay. All right. Uh, who's your, who's your big loser uh, in this episode, Evie? Shit, biggest <clears throat> loser for me in this episode. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Burke's girlfriend, Adi- Medin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got shitted on. Oh yeah, gee, geez. But Pop, I, Pops was not trying to hear none of that. But I don't think she's trying. I don't think she's trying to go away either. Um, what about you, Vaughn? Biggest loser. Uh, a Burke. Burke. She she's my biggest loser. Mm, she's gonna continue to be a loser for a long time. Cause her own self to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my biggest loser. Is, yeah. <laughs> my biggest loser is uh, is Sal. <laughs> Burke herself. Burke got Merk. My biggest loser is Sal. Sal. My boy Man, Sally. I didn't think you would go with an obvious one, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, I usually I usually come out in left field, but I had so much other I had so much other homework to do on this episode. Um, Jeff says biggest loser was Juke because something she loves now is tied to pain. Okay, good point. Uh, biggest winner, oh Dijanay. Uh, shouts out to Dijanay joining us from the Dijanay podcast. Uh, make sure y'all I'm tap into that profile pic. <laughs> Make sure you tap into the uh, to her new episode came out Monday afternoon, oh, Monday night actually. Um, really funny episode. Uh, she discusses her altercation with a woman who is trying to take her man, um, and she has since posted about her man every single day since then. Probably oh, she, three I, times. I hope now. her boxing gloves is laced up tight. Oh no! Listen, according you, feel me? Hey, you gotta you gotta listen to the episode. You gotta listen to the episode to get the full story. Um, biggest winner, Vaughn. Who's your biggest winner? Dijanae. I thought we did it already. <laughs> no, we did the biggest loser, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, biggest winner. It, it could uh, be Bert because she ain't got to worry about what's name no more. Unique. I think you say I unique. Think- Unique is, to me, he's the biggest winner. Okay. EB? Uh, I'm actually going to go with Kanan on this one. Okay. Yeah, because, yep, yeah, I agree. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> Dijanae. <laughs> hey, please, but, please listen to the episode, y'all. She was. Man, nobody messing with it. <laughs> Dijanae was on one. But, All right, go ahead. I will, I will, I will say Kanan because you see him. He, you know, in this episode, he kind of was not really disrespectful to his moms. 
he just kind of politely <clears throat> let her know, like, not for the bullshit. I cop my own whips. And you see him start to piece together the puzzle of how he going to get his money because he said it. Everybody could get money out here. You just got to find your own lane and he's going to find his own lane. He, like he found his own lane and he's not going to fucking take no shorts. He's not, he's, he's not even, when I say take no shorts, he's like, he's not taking the bullshit from his mom. So I'm fucking with Kanan. At all. I'm fucking with Kanan as mm-hmm. my biggest winner right now. Biggest winner, biggest winner, biggest winner. I my biggest winner is um, Howard. Um, his speech went off, and he seems to con- he seems to continue with his mask um, being on. And my next winner, I have two winners. Uh, my second winner is Pernicia because she made it through another night staying in the house with Ronnie um, without dying. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That is the truth. <laughs> that nigga's scared. He is scared. <laughs> hey, y'all, man. If you want to join the conversation, yeah. man, you want to hop in and get your stuff in and get your uh, information in, email us at eggsgritsignorance at gmail.com. And make sure you join the ignorance on social media. Um, it's uh, scrolling there at the bottom. Um, our social media platform, on all social media platforms, it's grits, the letter N, ignorance. <clears throat> EB, tell the people how they can find you. Yo, you can find me giving shit away because I'm I'm still giving it away. I only got one winner. I only got one winner. Holiday vibe giveaway. So get at me, and that's how you can find me. Okay, <laughs> I've Vaughn tell the people how they can find you. We're gonna. You can find me on Instagram at one Vonchella. You can also find me on the uh, Exorts and Ignorance podcast here on every Monday, Thursday, or whenever we show up. Tuesday. No, it's, supposed, it's supposed and, uh, to be Monday. Can we, always find us on, uh, you can always <laughs> find us on the Thursday. On Instagram at Grits in Ignorance. You can always find us on the Thursday. Now, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays are shaky, but you can always find us on the Thursday. Uh, tomorrow, make Wednesday. sure you... Tomorrow, make sure that you come back to find us, man. We um will be here our normal time tomorrow. And I'm giving shit away. And we giving shit away tomorrow. So please uh go ahead and and tap in tomorrow. Get MB booty butter coming. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. Until the next time, y'all. Enjoy the week. Oh, yeah. And you know what I